Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for another night here on Prolific Fire, God. I thank you, God, for everybody that's gathered here tonight, God, under the sound of my voice. I thank you for everybody that we be, will be listening later, Lord God. I pray that they get what they need out of this message on tonight, God, and that every word that you gave me to deliver on tonight will not be in vain. Open your people's ears, Lord God, and open their hearts to receive what you got to say to them on tonight, God, so that your name may get the glory, God. It's not about me. It's it's not about me. It's about you getting the glory that you need, God, about you feeding your people on tonight, God. And we give you honor. We give you praise. I give you honor and I give you praise. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. Tonight we have two foundational texts. Foundational text number one comes from John 14, verses 12 through 14, and also John 15, verse 7. And both scriptures will be read from the NIV. Tonight God wants me to show you the difference in these two verses. The Holy Spirit showed it to me, now I'm going to show it to you. Verse number one, the first the first foundational text, as I, as I said, is John 14, verses 12 through 14. Verily I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Okay, here Jesus is telling us the way to do the work he has done, and even greater is to ask him. Here Jesus is telling us the way to do the work he has done, and even greater is to ask him. Ask him anything you need as it relates to your God-given assignment. Do you see that? Because he started out talking about the works he has been doing and the, and the greater works that he expects you to do. So the way to get that accomplished is to ask him anything you need as it relates to your God-given assignment, and he will do it. What is it that you need right now? Think. What is it that you need right now that would help you do what God has called you to do. When you pray, ask in his name, and he will do it. After all, there's greater you must accomplish. But my question is, how can you do that? How can you accomplish greater without asking the Holy Spirit for help, for assistance, for favor, for material things? And some of y'all ain't going to like this. But sometimes you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit for money, etc. Money's not evil. Hear me, money's not evil. It's loving money more than you love God, more than you value another person's life and doing anything to get it. That's what's evil. First Timothy 6 and 10, King James Version. Okay, the second scripture is John 15, verse 7 from the NIV. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Two verses look and seem similar. I know they do. 
until the Holy Spirit opened up my eyes about something. These two verses look and seem similar, but they're different. Because here Jesus isn't saying anything about doing works, greater or otherwise. He simply requires that you remain in him. That's all the scripture says. If you remain in him, remain in him, and you can ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Simple, right? Well, if it's so simple, tell me this. Why are so many of y'all messing it up? It's so simple, but still, some of y'all are messing up the simplicity of the verse. In the verse, Jesus starts off by saying, remain in me. I just read it. He said, remain in me. If you remain in him, if you are in him, then you know his character. If you are in him, then you know his character. You know what he will tolerate and what he won't because it goes against his character. It goes against who he is. For example, Prophetess Pate is my best friend. I know she loves me, but still, because she is my best friend and I know her character, I know what to ask her and what not to ask her because I know it goes against who she is and vice versa. She knows what to ask me and what not to ask me. Now, because we are best friends, as I said, I do expect whatever she does ask me to be something that's not crazy, something that does not go against my character. When she does ask me something, I expect that whatever she asks me will not be something that's crazy or something that goes against my character. Because, again, we're best friends. We know each other. In the same way, because you are in God, God expects that whatever you ask him, it will not be something that is sinful, something that goes against his character. In the same way, because you're in God, remember he said, remain in me. So he's in this verse, he's trusting that you're in him. And because you are in him, because you're in God, God expects that whatever you ask him, it will not be something that is sinful, something that goes against his character. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. It's not a way for you to treat God and to tolerate sin. That that part of the verse is not a way for you to trick God and to tolerate sin. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Don't abuse the text. It's not a way for you to trick God and to tolerate sin. If something is simple, just because you ask for it, and his word says he will give you whatever you ask, as my God daughter would say, that's not going to happen. That doesn't mean he's going to tolerate it. Under no circumstances will God ever tolerate sin. Under no circumstances will God ever tolerate sin. And just so we're clear, and just so we're clear, the Bible says all wrongdoing is sin, according to 1 John 5 and 17 from the NIV. With that in mind, you keep asking God, but you are not receiving. It's like you're being ignored. I know some of y'all, you feel like God is ignoring you. You keep asking, but you're not receiving. God says, ask me right. 
God says, ask me right. There's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. Ask me right. Tonight's message. Again, tonight's message is entitled, ask me right. In other words, ask according to his word. In other words, ask according to his word, according to what the Bible says. I'm going to go there because I hear this too, too much. So if you know adultery is viewed as sin in the Bible, marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, but God would judge the adulterer and all the sexual immoral, according to Hebrews 13 and 4, NIV. If you know it's a sin, like I said, I hear this too much. If you know it's a sin and you will be judged, then why are you asking God to give you that man, give you that woman, knowing they're still married? And you want to know how come you can't get married? You're asking wrong. God says, ask me right. Then why are you asking God to give you that man? If you know that adultery, that as an adulterer you would be judged, then why you keep asking God to give you that man, give you that woman, knowing that you are still married? Or that they're separated? Because whether you know it or not, separated is still married. Whether you realize it or not, separated is still married. Going through a divorce is still married. Going through just means they're in the process. Nothing is final. Going through a divorce is still married. Why have you gotten somebody else? Why have you gotten yourself in a situation with someone new? Why have you gotten yourself in a situation with someone new, knowing you are separated from but still legally married to that other person? But love, God is not going to ever go against his character. He's not going to ever go against his character. I don't care how many times you remind remind him that he said whatever you you ask. But there's a right way to ask, too. But love, God is not going to ever go against his character, against against who he is. He's not going to go against his character. He's not going to go against who he is and bless sin, bless a threesome. He's not going to bless a threesome, being sexually or otherwise. Because all threesomes are not sexual. Because all threesomes are not sexual. It could just be that you're still legally tied to your spouse, but acting like you're single. Some of y'all run around here acting like you're single, going out dating, spending quality time with that other person. But yet when you were with your spouse, you didn't have time for them. But you're spending time with that other person. You have been drawn away. By your own evil desires. That's what the Bible says in James 1 and 14 from the New King James. You have been drawn away by your own evil desires. Because you see, lust, I'm going to call it what it is tonight, because lust can can start so innocently. Because lust can start so innocently, innocently with a conversation you shouldn't be having with opposite sex and progress from there. It can start off so innocently with a conversation you shouldn't be having with the opposite sex and progress from there. Somebody, I feel you. This is what happened to you. You got caught up in what you thought was an innocent. And what you thought was innocent. What you thought was an innocent conversation. And before you knew it, it progressed. 
and now nothing seems to be going right. And nothing and nothing seems to be going right now for you. Lust has thrown your life out of order. Lust has thrown your life out of order. Now, beloved, I'm not here to beat up on you or to make you feel bad. Even though the word has a way of doing this sometimes to all of us, it's called conviction. But I'm not here to convict you. This word may be convicting you, but I'm not here to convict you. Repent and you will be just fine. Repent and you will be just fine. What you've experienced is nothing new. What you've experienced is nothing new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Yes, I got plenty of scriptures tonight. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9, New King James. I will lead you in prayer, in a prayer of repentance. So stay tuned. I'm not going to leave you hanging. It's okay. You just need to repent. You'll be just fine. As I said, this is nothing new. Think about it. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. Come on now. Think about it. Didn't this same thing happen to Eve? Didn't this same thing happen to Eve? Let's see. She was having what seemed to be an innocent conversation with the serpent. You remember that in Genesis 3? She was having what seemed to be an innocent conversation with the serpent. Then things progressed. Her eyes were suddenly introduced to lust. Her eyes were suddenly introduced to lust. The serpent didn't overwhelm her with it. Oh, he's slick. He, he don't overwhelm you with it. The serpent didn't overwhelm her with it. But he, he just subtly introduced her eyes to lust. He just subtly introduced her eyes to lust. The Bible says it like this. When the woman, Eve, saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing, here it is, pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Genesis 3 and 6, NIV. From there, everything in their garden was affected. Her marriage was affected. Their relationship with God was affected. Was, a, was affected. Their carefree lifestyle was affected because now there would be labor pain and toiling, hard work, etc. Read Genesis 3 in your spare time. Side note, if you never heard a word preached and it convicted you, like how this word is convicting some of y'all, you're at the wrong church. You're listening to the wrong ministry online, period. That's just a side note. Again, somebody stop asking God to bless your complicated relationship. When you know what makes it what makes it complicated is that you are not even free to be in a relationship right now. You should be somewhere seeking God and not trying to be in a relationship because you know you're not free right now. You're not free. You're still married. You're still legally tied to that other person. You know you're not free to be in a relationship right now. But still, you expect God to bless it. You expect, I don't I don't get that. I hear this too many times, ministering one-on-one one on one to people. But still, you expect God to bless it. Because he said, you could ask whatever you wish and he will do it. Stop butchering the word of God. That's what I got to say to you tonight. Stop butchering the word of God. Cutting the scriptures up to fit what you want to do. 
Stop butchering the word of God, cutting the scriptures up to fit what you want to do. Again, the full scripture says, if you remain in me, there's some qualifications, some stipulations. If you remain in me and my my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. John 15 and 7 NIV. Requirements for him doing whatever you ask. Number one, you must remain in him. You see, when you are in him, you know his character. And you won't ask for anything that goes against who he is. When you're in him, when you really are in him, when you remain in him, when you're really in him, you know his character. And you won't ask him for anything that goes against who he is. And his words remain in you. When his words are in you, you won't ask for anything that would be that would be considered sin. If his words are really in you, if the if the word of God is really in you, you won't ask for anything that would be considered sin. Because his words are in you, meaning you know what the word of God says. Then you could ask whatever you wish. Because whatever won't be something simple. Then you can ask whatever. Because because whatever you're asking won't be something simple. But you're mindful of who he is. You must always be mindful of who he is when you're asking him for something. Regardless, somebody else, you keep asking God to let you break your lease. That's all you want to do, break your lease and move out of state. Break your lease and move out of state. Wrong approach. God is not going to help you skip out on a lease. He's not going to help you skip out on the lease. You made the agreement. Now honor your word. You want God to honor his word. Now honor your word. Stay in pay. Simple as that. Stay in pay. Don't get into sin by asking for something that is out of the character of God. Don't get into sin by asking for something that is out of the character of God. Many of you, you need to know that you need, need to get to know the character of God. That means get in the word. Get in his word. Get to know him before you ask him for anything. Then you'll stop asking him for stuff that's outside his character that he's not going to tolerate because it's sin. Don't get into sin by asking him for something that is outside of his character that is not the character of God. He won't help you break your lease. No, he will not. Remember, we serve a God that made Peter go and open a fish's mouth and find enough money to pay his and Peter's taxes. Always like to bring that verse up around tax time to let people know that Jesus paid tax too. That's Matthew 17. He made Peter go go out and find a fish, and in the fish's mouth was enough money to pay his and Peter's taxes. Because he believed in paying was due. And if he believed in paying was due, then you got to pay what's due. The Bible says, render to Caesar what is render to Caesar what is Caesar's. Matthew twenty two, verse twenty two. After your lease is up, then you go back to God for instructions about moving. Then you go back to God for moving instructions. But right now it's not the season to move. Somebody, but right now is not the season to move. God does everything decently in order. Remember that he does everything decently and in order, not out of order. God is never out of order. People get out of order. 
but God is near by door. First Corinthians 14, verse 40. Ask me right. Either you're asking for what is simple, it goes against his character, against who he is, or it's just not the season for that yet. Either it's sinful, it goes against his character, goes against who he is, or it's simple. It's just not the season for that yet. It's not that it's all the way wrong. It's wrong if you get in it and do what you want to do right now. But if you wait on him, what you're asking for is not wrong. It's just out of season. Him breaking the lease is wrong. But you want to move, it's not wrong. It's just not the season for it yet. Wait on the Lord for it. And then, after you've paid everything you need to pay, you're out of the lease, then go back and ask him. Because God told you to ask whatever. That doesn't mean you're going to get whatever. Just just like your mom and daddy could take you in the store and tell you to get whatever you want. But how many of y'all know if you go in there and pick the wrong thing, you're still not getting it because it's too expensive? There are requirements that go along with everything. Just because he told you to ask whatever, that does not mean you're going to get whatever. God says, ask me right. And that's what the message is about tonight, asking him right. And right now we need to repent. Now, just the person I was talking to earlier that got caught up in what was just supposed, supposed to be an innocent conversation, that person is not the only person that needs to repent tonight. I feel you, and I'm going to lead us all in a prayer of repentance. Father God, we repent for being caught up in our flesh, for trying to make the scriptures fit what we think we want, just because that's what we want to do. We repent forever going against your character, going against who you are, just to get whatever. Many of you, you want what your neighbors got, want what your friends got, and you're going against his character, trying to go against his character, go against who he is to get it. It's not going to happen. We repent, renew our minds, heal our hearts, and deliver our flesh. Help us to ask you right, to ask within your character, within who you are, according to your word, according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, if you're not saved, according to Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, from the NIV, this is what you should do. If you're not saved, the Bible tells you that if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you that you profess and that you profess your faith and are saved. Again that's Romans ten. Verses 9 and 10 from the NIV. This concludes the message tonight. I pray that somebody was blessed. Somebody got a clear understanding of the scriptures. And from now on, you will get to know him. Really get to know him in his word before you, before you open your mouth to ask him anything. Because you've been asking long. Ask me right. Ask him right. Now, other announcements. If this word has blessed you. And you want to sow a seed, any, any amount will be appreciated. I'm not the type of person to tell somebody what to sow, but I appreciate appreciate everybody that has been sowing. If you feel led to sow, 
do so. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use Cash App. It's a dollar symbol. Prolific fire. The dollar symbol prolific fire. The P in prolific is capital. F in fire is capital. And what I love about PayPal is international. Anybody can sell from anywhere. But if you're in the United States and you want to use the Cash App, you can do so as well. It's a dollar symbol and prolific fire. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at prolific fire, on Instagram at property Stacey. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. You can inbox me on either one of those. DM me on Twitter if you need to. If you want to have a private conversation about whatever, or you just want to speak up and say that this word blessed you, you can inbox me if you'd like to. DM me on either one of those. People do so all the time, so that is fine. Also, go by and check out ProlificFire.com. Your prayer request will be sent directly to me if you go on the website. Or you can donate through the website. You can sponsor a child, learn more about sponsorship through World Vision, through through com. I mean, you'll learn more about World Vision through the website. Because I would appreciate some more sponsors for our precious children. I've been a sponsor since 1997, and I am a World Vision Child Ambassador, which means I'm always looking for sponsors. So come on, sponsors. If you don't reach out to me through Twitter, Facebook, one of my Facebook pages, or Instagram for prayer, or just whatever about whatever the Lord leads me to tell you, and you feel like you need prayer, then join my sister in the ministry, Prophet's Page, my BFF. Join her on Faith on the Line with Prophet's Page. For prayer and encouragement this Friday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central Pacific. It's 8 Eastern, 7 Central Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you called tonight, I appreciate it. The number is 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. If you didn't catch the number but you need the number, don't worry about it. This ministry is an online ministry, which means that you know me from a social media site. Either it's Facebook, one of the Facebook pages, either it's Instagram, or maybe it's Twitter. But either way it goes, all this information is going to be up on the website. Just go back from wherever you know me from. Go back there, and it will be there. Your prayer request will be taken in, too, so call in. Even if you don't have a prayer request, just come and be in the atmosphere. The Lord still is going to bless just from you being in the atmosphere. Then join me, Prophet Stacey, back here next week for another word from the Lord. Until then, everybody, have a blessed night in the Lord. I'm out.